Welcome to the good, the bad, and the horrible. A weekly podcast where OG millennials have honest and candid conversations about dating, sex, yes, butt stuff, relationships, entanglements, and everything in between. Starring your host, Scarlett Prynne. Pull those anal beads out slowly. This is not a lawnmower. You don't want to hit a snag. (laughs) And featuring guests, Hazel Goddess. If you're not at least nine inches, you're not getting on this ride. (laughs) Lolita Rum. It hasn't been anything this big in front of my mouth in a while. (laughs) In a previous episode, I mentioned that we had a fan reach out to us from Oklahoma City who is not circumcised and he wanted to talk to us about circumcision and basically pitch himself to be a guest on the podcast to come talk about this. And so when he reached out, I thought this is perfect. So I responded back. I said, I'm going to be in Oklahoma city for a meeting in a couple weeks. We were emailing back and forth. We set up a meeting and that meeting just happened last week. Yeah. So he set the meeting place. He's an attorney and he said he was going to be coming from court. So he'd be in a suit and tie. Mm. So I show up there. I told him exactly what I was wearing. And I said, I'm probably the only one that's 5'11. Yeah. And, you know, of course, I got the red hair. Like, you can't miss me. Mm-hmm. Right. So it was a coffee shop where we were meeting. I walk in. I'm looking for a guy with a suit and tie. I don't see a guy with a suit and tie. So I'm like, all right. So I start walking towards the counter to order something. And I see this guy at a table and he's kind of eyeballing me. And so I'm like, well, maybe that's him. I'm not sure. But he was being very timid. Mm -hmm. So he wasn't like immediately making it evident that he was looking for me. I'm the guy. I'm the guy. So, but the fact that he was kind of eyeballing me, I was like, are you so-and-so? And And I said his name. (laughs) And he said, yes. I'm like, okay, okay so why, I, yes. why why aren't you calling me over to you, right? Men, confidence. Yes. So we sit down and just chit-chatting. We actually get into a little business and did that for a little while until finally I'm like, all right, pitch me what you would say on the podcast. You know, and I'm mm-hmm. trying to judge, is this a good guest for our podcast like you need to be articulate you need to bring the energy right you need to have some good examples and stories you need to understand why you do the things you do right and there is a blacklist (laughs) we found out today don't ghost us (laughs) it's just like dating you get put on the blacklist and you're not coming yeah Yeah. you don't show up and you ghost you're done you're not coming on absolutely um so anyway he starts talking to me about his pitch of what he wants to talk about, but he lowers his voice really low. And every time he says an even remotely provocative word like cock or pussy or something, Mm -hmm. he would lower his voice even lower. I could not hear him. I am straining to hear anything he's saying. And in my head, I'm thinking, oh no, this is not going to work. He said something along the lines of when I'm on the podcast. And I was like, Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. I'm like, dude, you can't even say the word pussy. I'm sure he loved me because I was, I'm loud. 
Can I just say something? Just so you know, I don't say I don't think you guys ever hear me say that word. I have a hard time with that word. And it's just because growing up, it was just such I I, I I will say using this as an example. Right. But even like when you guys say slip on a dick, which I just said, guys, but (laughs) I'm just saying I think sometimes it is my 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 background coming in like, oh, are we supposed to be saying that? And granted, okay. it's so odd mm. because we're on a podcast talking about say, sex. If you can't talk about it, don't go on a sex podcast. Yeah. True. It's that yeah. simple. Okay, true. But can, you know what I'm agree. saying? Can I you use different words? All we're, I'm saying is if you can't even... If you're you grown. <laughs> that's how I feel about that. Okay, why don't we call it a penis then? Yikes. <laughs> that's the proper I swear, term. If I was a dude and someone's like, I want to suck your penis, yeah, no. I'd be like, mm, no. No. <laughs> So my point being, if you can't even speak in a conversational tone about sex, right? you don't need to be on this podcast. Agreed. I agree with that. Okay. So I tell him that point Mm -hmm. blank. I said, I have some major concerns about you coming on the podcast. So then he tells me, he said, well, we're right across the street from my office. And one of Mm. my law firm partners is two tables down. That's what I was thinking. (laughs) Like he he's I'm sure he was nervous about, you know, the other professionals that are around him hearing him say dick and pussy. So, of course, what's my response? Let's leave. No, my first response is, dude, why in God's green earth did you pick a place that's right across the street from your office? Because he only has a half an hour. (laughs) (laughs) He's a partner. I would think you can set your own break time. Wow. Yeah, I would have been like, so let's get out of here then. Well, and so that's the next thing I said is where can you talk freely? Freely. Yeah. Because as of right now, it ain't happening, dude. (laughs) Yeah. So he's like, all right, let's take it. Let's take a walk around the block. Like, okay. So we go outside and we start walking. Then clearly he has realized that he needs to pull himself out of a ditch. Yeah. Right. He's like, this is my one chance. <laughs> Tell my story. Yeah. I, she can't leave Oklahoma. Right? Don't go home yet. <laughs> so we're walking down the streets of downtown Oklahoma City and he is talking about anal sex he's talking about he's how to clean we're, we're in the streets how, now yeah, right of oc yeah. no uh-huh. he's talking about how to clean an uncircumcised dick and i mean just getting into all of it all the stuff mm. that he wants to talk about and while he's talking about it scarlet's giving away her business cards of course she is <laughs> you, you laugh but yes, yes because every single downtown vehicle. streets yeah. they're all parallel park it's super easy to slip on right. all yes. of them so, the uh-huh, uh-huh. one second let me get yeah. this car right here uh-huh, uh-huh. I can hold yeah okay. absolutely Anyway, finally, he convinced me, you know, 10, 15 minutes later, I'm like, okay, you can do this. I can see you. You're able to bring the energy. You just needed the right place to do it. Yeah, he just needed to get out of his shell. Yes. So I invited him to come on. We've got it scheduled. It's on the books. And I gave him my phone number. So then he started texting me. And he started hitting on me. Oh, wow. Oh, we did not see that I coming at all. Right? What? No, of course we did. Why? I, no, I, I didn't. I would have really? felt like you would have been. Why? A, a, yeah. I would see it coming. You host a sex podcast. You're okay. open about everything. You're meeting him in Oklahoma in his place. He thinks he has a chance with no, you right now. Man, if that's how he thought to me, that is That's exactly crazy. what he did. Just because she has we've a sex We've always said that. But we've always said just because she has a sex podcast, what do people think? That she'll do anything. I've, we've always said well, that. We've said that before. You fellas are wrong. I'm going to need y'all to listen up because this isn't how it goes. No, okay. it doesn't. But we've said that even with the conference speaker. Remember? Oh, you have a sex podcast. I want to do you and all your friends. <laughs> well, I'm not into that. 
But wow. they, they assume sometimes, not all. We always Look, have to give our, our clarification. Lolita's not into it. But no. <laughs> and this is why they love you and they hate me. <laughs> because I'm just saying, I feel when they reach out, I mean, she's great looking, but um, yeah. she's open about her sexuality. That is attractive, right? Yeah. Sure. So I love it. Of course, well, it's okay. natural. He is very uh, well-written. Well spoken. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's an attorney. Right. Most attorneys are. Um, I posted one of our conversations on our social media because this is the stuff Scarlet posts. <laughs> of course, I'm the only Which one that platform? posts this stuff. Which platform? I did it. I think on all of them: Instagram, oh, okay. Twitter, and Facebook. By the way, Hazel is on Twitter, guys. And what's your uh, handle? I was just about it's, to say. Uh, while we're at it, let's give handles. One Hazel Goddess. Nice. Yeah. Follow me. Yeah, she posts some good shit up there. And so do I. I love yes. Twitter. I yeah. hang out on Twitter a I'm lot. Getting the use, I'm, I'm getting used to it. I well, what I like about more, Twitter so. is they don't censor. censor you. I do like that. Facebook censors, Ugh. Instagram censors, but Twitter has not censored one thing that we've posted. Yeah. So and we've posted some pretty... Hazel fans, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> so at any rate, I, I screenshot it and I asked his permission. I said, could I screenshot this because this is so good because... He was making the case for why he would rather basically shoot his shot for a higher caliber person mm. and miss more often than go no. for a lower quality person and yeah. hit every time, right? And he, he was saying he would rather masturbate than settle, basically. Yeah. But he said it in it's like such an eloquent way. I was like, I need to put this on the social. Mm-hmm. So I did. Um, but basically, again... I don't beat around the bush. I'm like, dude, you've got some obstacles to get there with me. I mean, despite the fact that I have a sex podcast and clearly I get busy, uh, it actually is not that easy to get into my pants. So I told him, I said, you've got some obstacles and I'll be straight with you. I'm like, you give off the vibe that you've got a negative self-narrative going on, whether Mm. it be shame, whether it be self-loathing, whether it be fear of rejection. I said it comes off in your body language. It, you have no external reason for feeling less about yourself. You're an attorney. You're clearly very successful. You're well-written. Like he has a ton of academic accolades, a resume that is very impressive. His dick, which he, of course, <laughs> he sent me a dick pic. He did ask permission first. Do tell. But he was telling me, because I asked him, why do guys like to send dick pics? I like to ask this question because it, it's mystifying to me. Oh, and, I request them. Yeah, I, I don't. Well, I don't. We, don't. we don't even like to look at them. I don't. But you like to know what you're working with. Oh, yeah, because... You have size requirements. Yeah, you have size so. requirements. Um, I thickness don't. requirements, I'm sure. Well, Color most requirements. Most of the time, <laughs> only time I want a dick pic is because there's, I see potential in us fucking. Other than that, if it's a relationship, I don't... No, I still want to see. Okay, well, I don't have size requirements. I have shared my first husband who passed away had a micro penis. Okay, and we had the best sex I've had in my life. So I don't have size requirements. I don't need to see your dick. But I think men need to know that women do not get turned on by dick pics. Uh, Well, can I I say Hazel for all of us? Hazel Hazel does. Hazel does. I I thought you were just doing it for requirements. You actually get turned on by looking at it. Have y'all seen the dicks I've seen? But you get turned on by looking at a picture of of it. As soon as I see a nice thick long dick i'm like is fixing to go down really are you available right now hmm. i think some women are visual i'm not a visual 
So that's not going to turn. Well, I'm, I'm a visual. I'm visual, I I'm visual whenever it comes to the first time. I mean, I still, even for my lovers, I still like to get the dick pic. Um, just to add to my collection, you know. Um, but... <laughs> Well, for the record, I don't need she can, to see she can publish, dick pic. She can publish a book of the of all the... <laughs> and just so you know, if you do reach out to her on Twitter... One Hazel Goddess. Yeah. One Hazel Goddess? Yes. Just know she will be requesting a dick pic to, to her collection. Especially if you're in the DFW area and you want to fuck, that's a requirement. So at any rate, I asked him, why... Why do you like sending dick pics? I don't understand it. And he said there's something. He used the word visceral. Ah. I love mm. his vocabulary. That's a turn on I right will there. say that is what turns me on. Mm-hmm. Way mm-hmm. more than your dick pic was the mm. fact that you used the word visceral. Yeah, that's a great one. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. He's using those big words. Yes. Right. I love his his vocabulary. So he tells me there's something visceral. Isn't he bald too? No, he's not. Oh, I thought he was. He's tall, though. He's 6'4". Oh, that's so He hot. says there's something visceral about a woman that's complimenting your cock. And he said, I get accolades all the time in my professional life, my career, my academic life, my looks. But that right there, he said, mm. that's what I crave is a woman that's impressed with my package. I'm like, wow, that is so interesting. Your mama did good, boy. <laughs> Did he? Was it? She was created it nice? that. Was oh, he a, has a very nice dick. Mm, it's what? it's six inches mm. in girth around. Oh, okay. And then I think he said seven or eight long. Mm. I don't remember, but it's big. Mm. It's a very nice dick. Mm-hmm. Okay, so going back to what I was telling him, I said you have no external reason to have a negative self narrative. Right, right. You have a very nice dick. Oh, this is the other thing. Cock. He prefers the word cock. And he's actually the second. Mr. Hollywood told me this, too. He's the second person now to tell me they prefer the word cock. And I said, why? And I guess it's because the word dick is associated so often with, oh, he's a dick. You know, it's like a negative. And so they were explaining to me, like, cock is exclusive to the body part in, like, sexual context. So it's going back to the visceral, right? So... (laughs) Cock. All right. So you have a very nice cock. You're six four. You're successful. Mm-hmm. You're good looking. Like you have no reason to have this negative self narrative that right. clearly you have for whatever reason that's causing this timidity, this timid body language. And even I, I here. And this is how I go next level. I screenshot a, a prior part of our conversation where he had made a comment about when he was hitting on me about how we should do a sex video. And immediately I'm like, hell no, I'm not doing a sex video. Oh, no. No. Oh, yeah, of course. That would be Hazel's department. Yeah, it's you you see extremes here in case for the listeners (laughs) out there. This is why you have Hazel. Hazel. Yes. Then you have Scarlet right in the middle. And then you have Lolita (laughs) on the opposite end of the spectrum. Guys. The, you have it all. There's somewhere, somebody here can wow. relate to one of us here. That's, that's the only porn that I watch are my own. Because <laughs> she's like, wait, no sex video? What? Got it. Oh, Got okay. it. No sex video. So no, no sex, no video. sex okay. video. Okay. No. Yeah. So I said, but I was, you guys know me. I don't beat around the bush. I was like, hell no, I'm not doing a sex video. That's I right. say it very emphatically. Immediately wow. he backs off and he starts apologizing like profusely, like, I'm so sorry, I shouldn't have brought that up. 
And it just so happened this was during one of our podcast recordings. So I, it was a long time before I responded to him again. Mm. And then I think he got scared that he had, he's like, fuck, I've ruined my chances. Yes. So then he's coming back a couple hours later and still like trying to dig himself out. Okay, guys, let me give you some advice here. Yeah. Don't be that. Yeah. That's, we don't like that. No. And so I screenshotted that and I circled specific things that he had said. I said, first of all, never, ever apologize for being who you are. Yeah. Truth. I, I said, you are not sorry that you've said the sex video. Right. You love sex videos. They own that shit. Own that yeah. shit. Absolutely. Don't apologize for suggesting it. You're not sorry because if I had been excited about the sex video, you would you have, been have been elated right. and on cloud nine and you definitely would not be apologizing for saying it. Yeah. I said, you were not sorry. You were scared. Mm -hmm. You feared rejection. And that immediately clued me into the fact that you cared more about acceptance and or getting laid than you did about authenticity. Mm. And that right there, deal breaker. Preach. Deal breaker. <laughs> mm. yeah. I value authenticity above all things. Yeah. I need you to own who you are. Value who you are. Don't be afraid of who's going to reject you because of it. Yeah. Guys, I cannot tell but you. Sometimes they need to this, hear that because I think this that's definitely will, learned, though. Like you almost yes, you almost absolutely. have to morph yes. yourself to what you think they want to hear because of it. And so for, after years of doing that, it is difficult to step away from that and be authentic. But now you gave him the you can be yourself. I'm not going to judge you. We, you be yourself and don't apologize. Now he's going to feel open to tell but you that stuff. Water, but I think with saying, most people, just in general, this don't is a oh, general. Just be oh, no, yourself general, with me and everybody. I right. agree, but that's something I didn't learn for years. I mean, honestly, and I still, because I remember you morph into what you think people absolutely you should be. And that's something you learn growing up, being around the shame, the, mm -hmm. the, what does this look like? You're a mother, mm -hmm. you're this and that you still, I still tread with that lightly because I am a mom and it affects my daughter. So yes, it is difficult to do. The more you work on it, the more you realize no one gives a fuck. <laughs> I, the right. more freeing it is because at the end of the day, Nobody gives a fuck. I, well, I, I okay. agree. I, I actually am not going to agree with that premise. There are people well, that give a fuck. There are people that will judge him because he likes right. sex videos. Absolutely. But what I'm saying is at the end of the day, whenever you're going to sleep or those people are going to sleep, they're still going to live their life. They're not going to pause their life because you make sex videos. Okay. Or so because you I, like I think to it depends it. what you have in the game too, though. I will say that because as a mother... I do tread lightly on a lot of things because it does affect my daughter. And so it is hard still for me. I can understand the whole, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry I offended you. I did this or that. But I always say it's it's harder for children. And I just don't want to make it worse because I deal with that sometimes with being a parent, being an example. What do I want for my daughter? So yes, I I can understand where he comes from. Mm -hmm. Like, But once that she opened the door and the more you hear it, one thing about this group is you can be who you are and we yeah. don't get judged, which I love. Yeah. But if I go back to my little suburbia and I'm like that with those moms, those women, those, women, those people in my daughter's life, mm. that's a different story because guess what? My daughter will hear it too. Mm. Well, I can so, tell you, I understand that yeah. there's absolutely people that will judge you for who you are for a plethora of reasons. I'm not saying that there isn't. In fact, I mentioned a river trip 
in right. a previous episode right. when I talked about Mr. Hollywood. That on that river trip, what I did is before I got there, I sent in the group chat a link to the podcast. And I said, here's some entertainment for the trip down to Austin. Either you'll be entertained or you'll know all the ways to judge me when you meet me. Absolutely. Right. And so I knew going into that, that there was going to be women who judged me and there were, but there were, did you care about that? But can I say something? It wasn't close to your house, her, your home. I, would you do that to the same at a parent teacher conference before you're going to meet up with a bunch of moms or a group? Would you do the same thing knowing your daughter goes to that school and your son and you're just making their life a lot harder? Because one thing people do is they talk and they don't keep it quiet. They will tell their kids, their kids will tell, why do that to yourself? Now, granted, I, I don't really care what people think of me, but when it has to do with my daughter, I have a problem. No, with that it. makes mm-hmm. sense. I have a problem. And you're with probably it. right. If it, if, if, if it was something that was going to directly correlate to kids picking on my daughter, Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, I could see where that yeah. would be an example of a time you just keep your mouth shut. But hell, for girls that but, you don't even but, know in Austin, who gives a fuck? But show them your podcast. It doesn't mean you be inauthentic. It just means there's certain information you don't agree. share. That's right. true. You're Fine. still authentically you, and you, you don't yeah. you don't fear the the rejection of, of that, that person. person. Yeah, you just hold back some things and i do that i do the same thing in a lot of business settings Mm -hmm. i do share it in some contexts but there's some places i know this is not the audience Mm -hmm. but i'm still authentically me even in those situations yeah that's the difference that's really what i'm emphasizing here is authenticity not that you have to be an open book in every situation but you you should be be authentic authentic. to who you are with your core values yes Exactly. Well, that's, about, yes, yeah. I agree with that. I, I agree. I just think when it hits home, it's a different story. That's all. It's much easier to be who, who you want and open with people that you will never see again or talk about things that you would never talk to because you'll never see them. It, they're not in your life. But when it hits home, it is a different story. So mm-hmm. shutting down or closing a door is not being right. inauthentic. It's just this is a part of me that's not open to this person. Yeah, right. That's, that's not you, being inauthentic. Right. It's whenever you put up the front or in this case, the, the example that I'm giving right now, him saying, I'm sorry. Well, no, you're not. That's right. bullshit. Because that's authentically you right. was yes. wanting to take a that's video. That's bullshit. You're not sorry. Right. You, but now that he hears it from you and then so bluntly and so right, <laughs> now yes. he'll remember that. But I feel like you I've heard things like change me. Right. So, oh, you're right. Why do I do that? Or why mm-hmm. do I need to do that? So now from now on, hopefully he could say, yeah, you're right. I'm not going to apologize for so right. I wanted to bring this up, though, because I think this is valuable advice for I, I want to say all men, but really it's for everyone. all humans, yeah, everyone. but specifically for guys, because I hear this saying nice guys finish last. Right. And I think this phenomenon is because of what I'm talking about. The guys that are seemingly, quote unquote, nice, mm-hmm. the apologizers. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have brought that up. There's nothing yeah. less appealing to a woman. Absolutely. Right. We whether consciously or subconsciously hate that shit. There's, yeah. It's not attractive. But the guy that is unapologetically himself the quote-unquote asshole, and I, right? He's an asshole because he's not apologizing. Right. Hot. And I think that's why... <laughs> exactly. No, that's why like, us females tend to go towards the quote-unquote bad guys because he's himself, himself and he doesn't give a shit He's not apologizing anything. for it. My theory as to why we gravitate that, because generally speaking, women, we are motivated by security. Right. 
And there is security in a man that is not knocked off his course. Right. There is something extremely scary, whether we realize it consciously or subconsciously, there's something scary about knowing we are driving the ship. Yeah. Right. When we know we can manipulate you in any direction we want to go, that's scary as fuck. Yeah. There is something immediately secure about a guy that's not going to be knocked off his course. I agree. And then that's what we're going to go chase because we want to get on his ship. Right. And he's going to be that one that's no bullshit, that's not going to put up with shit. And he doesn't make excuses. I just had this conversation with my boss because I listened to this guy on a podcast. And I mean, people, you love him or you hate him, but he's an asshole. But everything he says is truth. And it just makes him so fucking hot. (laughs) And I go, oh my God, I think I'm falling in love with this guy. Because he talks with no apology. And he really does. He speaks the truth. He goes, listen, if you don't want to hear it, it's because you know it's true. And I'm like, oh, you're right. Okay, what else? Right. Because he he speaks so much truth that we don't want to hear. Especially especially in this culture of everything being politically correct and no feelings. No, he tells you how it is. And he tells you what's attractive in a woman, what's not attractive, how he should be. And I love it. Yes. Mm. And and I think it goes both ways. If there's anyone any guys listening to this podcast that are attracted to my personality well i am unapologetically me you're not knocking my ship off its course either i'm not your damsel in distress right if that appeals to you then you understand exactly what i'm explaining right right now right that somebody that is unapologetically themselves that is authentic in every situation i don't bullshit people you know exactly where you stand Mm -hmm. with me exactly i love that and we can we can pinpoint the people that are inauthentic, right? Because you see Absolutely. them say one thing and do another. Right. You see it. And you may not be consciously aware of it, but you know this is mm-hmm. not a person that is true to themselves. Right. Well, I mean, I feel like some people don't even know who they really right. are to be authentic. Well, and what I told this guy is I laid out three things that I can pinpoint as being the cause for a negative self-narrative that creates this phenomenon, which I mentioned earlier. It's fear of rejection. Mm -hmm. It's shame. It's self-loathing. Those are the three biggest things I see. And and this has been my own journey, right? I'm speaking from personal experience. I mentioned in another episode, I'm not even close to the person I was at 28 years old when my husband died. Mm -hmm. But I've just really in the last two to three years been trying to unravel that negative self-narrative those mm-hmm. three things that i didn't even realize i had mm-hmm. unraveling those is powerful yeah but it's not a snap of the finger and everything changes this is something yeah. where you have to retrain right. your mind to think you have to be aware of you have to be aware of yes. those things but it's a constant everyday you know? consciously yes. making that decision yes. to walk absolutely away from it. absolutely and it was me saying every time i catch myself saying something self-deprecating mm-hmm. i'm going to stop it right then and there yeah. and i'm going to replace it with something true about myself that mm-hmm. is positive. Right. And we had this discussion with Athena actually at dinner because she was saying, yeah. I cannot say I'm beautiful because I'm not beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I said, uh uh-uh, uh, stop that. Like, I will stop people dead in their tracks. Mm-hmm. No matter who you are, I will stop them and say, no, 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 stop with that negative self narrative, which is exactly what I was doing with her yeah. right then. I said, you're going to have to say it to yourself even when you don't believe it. Yeah. And I said, here's where you can start. In all the vast knowledge of the universe, how much of it do you know? And of course, she says very little of it. Right. Mm -hmm. So in the vastness that you don't know, is it possible that there's knowledge there that would prove you wrong? She said, sure. I said, okay, so just start with that. 
start with the belief that I there, could be wrong, right. that I'm ugly. It is a possibility that I am not ugly. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great conversation, by the way. Absolutely. It. Yeah. it took some pulling of teeth, but we finally yeah. got her to say, I am beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And it's yeah. also difficult because what you see in social media all around you, it's, it is hard. I know you ladies probably aren't the way, but I'm just coming to love my boobies now because <laughs> somebody complimented my small boobies and I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess, I guess they're not that bad. Gorgeous. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And this yeah. whole time I thought I needed some, you know, no. tripled C's, no. perky ones. We got to see Yikes. them so we can speak yeah. with authority now. Yeah, you, you have very you have nice, nice boobs. Yeah. Yes, that was a that was a mess. <laughs> <laughs> you just never know what you're walking into. And we guys. got to see two, both of them. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not peekaboo Coco. <laughs> well, by the way, the guy who did like my small boobies. Yeah. Yes. We did try to talk. He's younger and his conversations were awful. They were just like, I would ask a now, question. who was this? That was that guy from um, Deep Alum. Oh, okay. This is the guy rolling the blunt in the car? Yes, that guy. <laughs> okay. The one that reminded me of high school. Gotcha. That guy. So you tried to so, converse with so him. So I did oh, try. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, let me try this. And I realized um, right away, uh, I'd ask questions or I'd say things about my life. And he would just respond with, oh, cool. So what you doing? Oh, wait, like, do you have anything to offer? Yeah, do you ask questions? He looked like he was like 20 something years old. No, he was like 29. <laughs> Listen, I made out with a 32 year old. It wasn't too far out. But I guess 20s, I got to stay away from the 20s, well, guys. I can't say anything because all of my lovers are in their late 20s. Really? Yeah. Oh, see, this is the I first don't know time. Why. So I, I come to the conclusion guys. that I like older. I do. Yeah, I do mm-hmm. too. And I'm, I'm, I'm a traditional kind of girl. And this is why you're going to hate me or you're going to love me. Because there is this gentleman who on Mondays I see every Monday and he is a cutie and he's recently divorced. I play on a team. So I play on a volleyball team and I love it because it's the first time in the suburb I'm at. There's not a lot of single parents uh, Mm -hmm. growing uh, this whole time. Actually, my daughter makes it very well aware. I'm the only single mom in her classroom. Uh, The other single mom was single for about four months. And then she pulled the scarlet. <laughs> she got married right away. Christian, two parents. It's a small suburb. Everybody knows everybody. But this is the group, the singles, who come out on Mondays <laughs> and play. They're not all single, but there's a cute one. But he's just good conversation. He's older. He's got a lot to say. Yeah. I listen. Um, he plays great volleyball, but he's a gentleman. And nice. I miss that. And, you know, mm. I know like sometimes we get a little crazy and we want a guy to do this and that. But I also can appreciate the slow, yes. flirty, let's yes. talk. He's not telling me he wants me. He may not even want me. I, in my mind, I think he wants me. <laughs> <laughs> he could totally have it. If, if we, but but it, it's, it's, it's great to have conversation. We sat in the park and spoke for hours. They turned the lights off. There was only a few of us there drinking beer, having a good old time, talking about everything and anything. And it, it's just great to have those, those type of conversations. Um, but I think more it's just the gentleman. I was sitting on my little portable chair. I noticed that I was always tipping because the ground isn't even. We're talking and I get up to go to the restroom because if y'all know, I pee about every 20 minutes. It's just every 20 minutes I'm in the bathroom somewhere. I always got to go. So I got up to go. And when I came back, I noticed, I mean, he's so aware. And this is why he's so good, which makes me think he's probably slept with a lot of these girls (laughs) because he just knows what he's doing. But he does great eye contact. Right. Nice. Little details. So I go to go sit down and I notice he puts his hand out to hold my seat down while I sit in it. Because he noticed, he noticed 
I was tipping all the time, right? So he's holding onto the chair while we're still Aww. talking, right? And as we're getting ready to go, we had I opened up about a lot of stuff that I wouldn't normally. So then I felt really comfortable with him, which is scary because that's not me. And like I said, especially you don't you never know who you're talking to in our yeah. little community. Yeah. So I'm always worried that it's going to get back to somebody mm-hmm. and just drama. Anyway, so I opened up about some things. He had some great advice. Um, and when we were walking away, he said, uh, come here. He, and I was like, yeah, he's like, I just want to say I had a really good time with you. And he kissed me on my forehead, guys. On the forehead. Aww. Now, that is the smallest little thing, but it was a sweet gesture without yes. being in it's my hot. face. Yes, that's hot. Yeah. Never said anything. Great. Never yeah. asked for my number. None of that. So we said goodbye. And so anyway, now I look forward to my Mondays. And the last Monday I had with him, it was great, too, because we drank a little too much. And he actually, <laughs> it was great. We all drank. It was a little, it was a tournament. Um, they didn't win. But we had such a great time. Once again, only a few of us stay. You can tell who the single people are because they're the ones that stay till one in the morning on yeah. Monday mm. at a park. Yeah. Mm. You know, we're <laughs> yeah. the single people. We yeah. don't have to go home. All the married people are like, I got to go home. Yeah. I got to do this. That. Right. Perfect. So at one, we were getting ready to go. And he goes, I'm just going to follow you home to make sure you're OK. Because he could kind of see I was a little tipsy. Now, granted, I was like, great. He thinks I'm a lush. <laughs> That might not be attractive. <laughs> so I go to the bathroom and, you know, of course, it's hot and sweaty out. And I'm like checking myself, making sure I look good. <laughs> and I come back out and it, it just made me laugh because he goes, it, it, you know, I'm going to follow you home. And I go, no, no, you don't have to. He's like, no, let me just follow you home. And he drives a big old Texas truck, which is. Mm. That's hot. It is. There yeah. is some. I, said, I drive a little. Yeah, one of those. I drive, it's hot. It is. There's something I about a guy with a yeah. big truck. It, it is. And I'm in. Yeah. These guys with the sports car, you don't have anything on the guy no, with a big truck. not at all. I'll take a truck <laughs> over yes. a sports car any day. Yeah. It is big. And and I wasn't like that originally when I moved here. I really used to like pretty boys. Um, You know, I did. But now, like, being here for so long, I like a good old born and yes. raised Texas mm-hmm. boy. Oh, yeah. And he has the truck. And it was really sweet because I actually have the sports car. Mm-hmm. And so my tiny little car and his <laughs> big truck. And what was really, actually, really sweet, um, as we were driving, He's, we stopped at a light and he pulled up next to me. He goes, hey, what's going on? <laughs> like, like you hit on somebody? And I, we, I laughed and I go, um, how's my driving? He said, questionable. <laughs> right. And by the way, we had just gotten kicked out by cops. Oh, cops literally whoa. ruined the fun. And they said, you guys got to go. What do you, you don't have a house to go to? It's one in the morning. Wow. It's Monday. So we had gotten kicked out by cops. And they were we, trying to help you. Yes, they were nudging us along. So as Go to your house, house, wink, wink. Yeah. Right. And so it was sweet because he actually didn't um, go all the way home with me, which I was kind of hoping. He would. Yeah, not. Right. I don't know. Just so I could give him a nice little hug and say thanks for following me home. But anyway, he didn't. And you know what he did? He stopped at the beginning of my subdivision and drove off. So mm. I sent him a text just saying, hey, just want to let you know. I just parked my car. Uh, how did I say it? I parked my car. Next to my mom car with no questionable issues. <laughs> I, I did say that. I am in. Thank you for the escort. Almost home. And he responded. He goes, well, I kind of got the hint. I didn't want to be that creeper. <laughs> you know, and I was like, no, no, no. Wait a minute. I want you to be that creeper. Wait, I don't. Oh, shoot. I'm always torn. No, I want you to be the creeper. I wanted you to follow me home. 
and, and what was funny is something in the and during the game, he was getting really upset. He's competitive and they weren't winning and he, he was getting upset and he goes, Ah, oh, and I, I said something like, Well, how are you doing? He's like, Are you watching the game? <laughs> no, I was drinking with my girlfriends over here. And so he goes, Man, and I go, Well, just find what motivates you. And he goes, You wanna know what motivates me? And I'm like, Well, I don't know now because the way Tell you looked me, at me right. I said it. Wait. And I even like said, Well, I don't I don't know now. <laughs> like, he said he goes, Anger motivates me. And he gets back on the court, and I'm That's like, "That's pretty hot." I was like, "Fuck!" Yes, <laughs> I'm like squirming well, in my li- getting wet. I'm squirming in my little portable chair. Yes. It's been years, guys. Years. Yikes. I mean, years. I mean, years. And before that one time, it was years prior. <laughs> so, so of course, I'm just like, "Gosh!" But you, he knows he has a way with ladies. When we were talking, he talked about his youth, and I mean, definitely women was never. He just knew. Yeah. And they're kind of scary because you fall quickly for them, oh, right? Yes. And it and so that I, kind of confidence. It is does. So hot. It does. Yeah, it's and very you know, it's it's scary because I know him from the school setting, the parents, the mm-hmm. kids, but he's tempting, Hell and yeah. I, and I'm mm-hmm. kind of holding myself back because I'm like, it could end. It could be wonderful uh-huh. or it could end really bad. Mm. But I don't know because you're just so tempting. I'm ready to go for it. Uh, he may not even like me. I don't know. Maybe he's just like that with all women. However, he's got game like no other. And it's just his confidence. All, that's yes. all it is. Confidence. Literally. Everything. I'm telling you, men. But it's it, the It detail. will change your life. Do you know it. what he did? Actually, women do. But it will change yeah. your life. But you know what he does? He leaves me wanting for more. more. And that is but what we I like that. We do. Yeah, and, we and, like that. And then it's not the we're going to go at it right now in the car like I did with my bartender. Granted, it was just a makeout session, but that was hot because it was you know yeah. simple. Right. That short. Can be it's hot what, it's well, what and I need. He pulled you in the back seat. Right. And it's what <laughs> oh, I'm going to the bar tonight. guys. <laughs> After we leave here, yeah. we're going to come see you. Yeah, we're going out after yeah, the right. podcast recording. We're going to see you. Lolita keeps mentioning that bar. We could go there. Yeah, I always know a bar, guys. I always know a bar. Problem is, I don't have, a, I don't have my Volvo. You don't have your Volvo. So I'm going to have to borrow Scarlett's van. Yeah, you can have my minivan. <laughs> I'm going to have to borrow the van. Because I'll take it, your sports car. You, you can, can have the take minivan. My sport, you can't do anything in my sports car. I thought about it. Trust me. I was like, what do you do in a sports car? Oh, you do it on the hood or you do it on the trunk but you don't really get in the sports car because it's a two-seater it doesn't work like that but anyway he's just a gentleman and then if anything else i will say this he is exactly what i need on monday nights it's flirting it's the looks it's Mm. the greatness and it may never go anywhere but just the thought that i'm going to see him again when on a monday that's cute keeps me going but i did come home going i do like the simple things too i like Mm. the small gestures yes the i'm in control i'm gonna hold your chair because i noticed your chair was tipping You noticed that's that. super attractive. It's the details. Yeah. The details. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's and it's, hot. Oh, so anyway, yeah. that's my Mr. Monday, guys. Mm. That's all you get from me. He sounds he sounds great. <laughs> I like Mr. Monday. Yeah, I do too. He sounds great. He does. Yeah. Absolutely. And then Hazel, you've got somebody new or n- I guess a revisit from your past. <laughs> He's a Mr. Weekly. Right. What is he? <laughs> you know what's um, funny though? Today. Hazel and I went to lunch and she said something about how tongue twister 3000, a guy that she had mentioned in a previous episode, how he was hitting her up today on text message or whatever. And I had to ask the question in our group message. Are we talking about a vibrator? (laughs) She thought we were talking about. No, this is a guy. It sounds like a toy. It's a guy. Okay, go. Yeah, Yeah, it's a guy. So he was hitting her up and she was just like, "Eh." I'm like, wow, this, this new guy on the scene has dethroned tongue twister 3000. Whoa, 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 whoa. Not no. No, 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 no,
They but have way but the new wings. lane you like better apparently because I haven't seen you go wait, meh so, to twang, tongue twister three thousand, which on. I can't even say without twisting. Oh wait, I so, think I lost something. Tongue twister three thousand. He's there strictly to give me head and eat my ass. That's it. That's it. He comes we don't hungry. do anything else. He comes hungry for the smorgasbord. <laughs> He's coming hungry for the smorgasbord. Literally, <laughs> and that's it. Right. Then we have the wrong number. Oh, wrong number, wrong guy. Number. Yeah, you talked and about Mr. Wrong Number. Yeah, Mr. So Tongue hot. Twister. Yeah, okay. he's so hot. So, but Jeez, this new so guy hot. is but the new guy. He's we've we've played before. Whenever he was visiting Texas, okay. so from he's New York. Okay, so he's New right. Yorker. Right. He's a rapper from New York, and now he lives here in Dallas. So, whenever he was here before last year. Like, it was super hot and heavy. Like, we would go, obviously, from you guys saw my text, for hours. And he went back to New York, and he recently moved back. And I was like, great, you're in town. Of course, what did I do? <laughs> Send him the podcast. <laughs> oh, you did? I did. And Welcome to Dallas. <laughs> right. And so... He called hey, my me. My question is, why didn't you send him the podcast before he came? He could have listened to New York. Absolutely. My fault. <laughs> okay. But I sent him the podcast and he called me like through the second episode. Right. And um, I think it was the episode of the swingers first and then the squirting episode. Okay. So he called me during the squirting and you guys know I talk about be a non-vanilla yes, you know yes and, and this there is has that. to be like another term for you like i feel like even non-vanilla doesn't i think capture it yeah i feel <laughs> like you deserve your own term <laughs> we your, gotta, own yeah, your own flavor we gotta find something that just defies you wow i love it because you are in another realm <laughs> so so the so, squirting episode was the one where Devin's giving the step-by-step instructions on how yes, to make a girl squirt. Yes. So he already knows how much I can squirt, you know, and how often. So he called me and he was like, wait, and that's attractive to men. Or do men like that? Or they ask you? I've had absolutely no complaints. No, but I will say, I think we uh, had this conversation uh, before. She said she did have one that was taken back about. It, that it was, was him. Different. It's oh, him. it was him. It's him. Oh, yeah. got it. So I would. He's he said he was like, yeah, I've been with like girls who get really wet. And I was like, because if you yeah, didn't know women do that, not me, like I like a fucking super soaker. Right. And so the very first time we did it, he was like, I don't know about this. He was like, he was splashing on my face like everything's wet, like, you know. And then we he went up. He didn't you know. expect to go to a water park. <laughs> right. He's like, wait, wait. <laughs> so, you know, we kept splash pad. And he, he loved it. So he called me about the podcast and it was like 11 p.m. And he was like, so I'm listening to the podcast. He was like, so am I vanilla? <laughs> and I was like, absolutely. And he was like, I'm not fucking vanilla. And I'm like, yeah, you are. You're pretty fucking vanilla. So he's asking me all of these questions about what it is I like about BDSM, what I like about the swingers, what are the differences in relationships of why I like each of them separately. And I I did not realize, like, I was so into the conversation. He was fucking taking notes. Wow. Literally taking notes? Like, he was 
fucking he taking was notating notes. with his little post-its marking <laughs> I, he was studying i yeah so it was like 2 a.m and you guys saw from the messages and i'm like guess who's coming to like he's coming over he's like he's like <laughs> fuck this vanilla shit like he's like what's what's your address again like yeah. i'm coming we over. always and, and just for you you listeners we wake up to the best messages overnight <laughs> Well, I was from gonna ha- say, well, because it's not from anybody else. Usually. Well, I was going to say this week in particular, our group chat, like even Lana and Coco are getting yes. some action this week. Yes, yes. Even yeah. Coco slipped on some dick. Yes, she did. <laughs> yeah, she did. No, our our, our messages and are Lana, always. Lana, who hasn't. Oh, I mean, she oh, hasn't no, been she on hasn't. the podcast oh. for a while, but I mean, our listeners probably remember she wasn't doing much dating. Mm-hmm. But now that she's in her new role, things yeah. are going well. You can now, tell. Yeah, now that she left the podcast, yeah. she's doing yeah, her Now assignments. that she's gone, she's yeah. doing all her she's assignments. She's got plenty of content yeah. now. But it, 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 it is fun to wake up. I'm not a big phone person. <laughs> now I have to be because my phone is nonstop. And sometimes I'm like, damn it, let she's... me go to the bathroom, sit on the toilet, and just go through the messages so I can try to catch up and figure out what's going on. Lolita's like, I'm patiently waiting. Yes. What's or, next? Or, yeah. Or just catching up or I'll read this later in the shower. Because it is, it is constant. It doesn't stop. But in the morning, it's usually Hazel who gives us a, had a visit at two in the morning. So he came in at two. Of course. And, and I kid you not, as soon as he came in, he was fucking rock hard. He's just, on fire. Yes, just from our conversation and everything. And knowing you, he's at least nine inches. Uh, he He's, I'm not going to lie. He, but he, it's like he came in, he had something to prove to you. I am and, not, and, and I am exactly, not, not vanilla. Wait, and that's exactly how he fucked yeah, me. That's hot. Until yeah. seven o'clock in the fucking morning. Wow. Yeah, we got a message. He left. Wait, girl, we are all waking up and <laughs> we are all going to work. I'm and like, you are just going to bed. I have to go to sleep. Yeah, like, yeah, leave. And so like for four hours, nobody hears anything <laughs> because she's sleeping. I keep checking my phone. Let me make a call. Check my phone. Lily like, where is Hazel? And I, go, and I literally said, Somebody wake her the fuck up. <laughs> Can somebody wake her up, please? Patiently well, waiting. Scarlet, Scarlet did call oh, me. Oh, and then I was and pissed I, about that. <laughs> She's like, wait. She's supposed to be telling us what's going on. I go, wait, you're talking to her? <laughs> I, go, on. I literally rolled over and checked my phone, and I saw that Scarlet called, so I called her back. And well, We didn't know if he knocked your ass out or what happened. Oh, my God. He, di- <laughs> he did. Yeah, he, he yeah, knocked he, your ass out. Oh, my gosh. When I tell you guys, I probably lost, like, two and a half gallons wow i could i don't know how much how i can release that amount but he literally did everything that i was saying that i liked let me tell you he came in with a purpose he did a plan absolutely he did and he was going to show you that he He is non vanilla yeah and (laughs) when i know you, what is he now so fucking is he chocolate chip vanilla Mm -hmm. is he still vanilla has well, he crossed you know over the to the rainbow sherbet? So <laughs> he's definitely an alpha male, right? Okay. And he was like, "No, I'm, I'm, I'm a dominant." And I'm like, "Dude, no, the fuck, you're not. You're, you're not a dominant. Like, you're an alpha male. That's your lane. Like, get to know, like, be comfortable with it because that's who you are. And typically, whenever I do have vanilla sex, I go for the alpha males. It's the closest thing that I can get to a dom, being that a lot of people in the dating world." or just in general, are vanilla people. So I tend to seek out 
the alpha males. And so, so he's still at the end of the day vanilla. Right. Now he he did do some of the things that I mentioned. These are some of the things during sex in a BDSM relationship that I like. Mm, nice. So and so he did those things. So if you're listening, yeah, you're vanilla with some sprinkles. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Please make sure to follow us on your favorite podcast channel. And if you love this, don't forget to leave a rating and review. To connect with us and ask questions, visit us at goodbadhorrible.com.